0: Welcome
1: to La Loca. What? <laughs> Hello, and welcome to our third episode. Yeah, today, um, well, actually, I'm Rochelle. And I'm Erin. Because we forget that sometimes. Always. <laughs> we need to know who we are. Um, today, we're going to be talking about laser resurfacing um, and retexturizing the skin and stimulating collagen, all with laser procedures done in office.
0: How to get that glow. Lasers are super popular right now. They are a great new technology. Well, they're not that new, but I feel like they're newer ones coming out. Yeah, absolutely. The technology is getting better and better and people are becoming a little less scared of them, I think. Um, Definitely becoming
1: more mainstream.
0: Exactly. So we're trying to let you guys know how to resurface and retexturize that skin, start simulating that collagen and the options you have to do that.
1: Yeah, maintaining your youth. And then, you know, when you go, when you're actually considering getting a laser treatment done and then you go to a doctor's office, you have just a little bit more knowledge because you can walk in there and they're throwing out big names and words and wavelengths and you're like, what the hell are these people talking about? This is like an alien language. So hopefully this can kind of simplify it and make you a little more prepared.
0: Yeah, there's so many options, and they all have their advantages, and you just need to know what the right one is for you based yeah. on your needs.
1: Depending on exactly what you're looking for. Overall,
0: so laser procedures are going to address issues of dullness, uneven skin tone, rough texture, sun damage, fine lines, wrinkles, acne scarring, and enlarged pores.
1: Yes, um, I do want to say not melasma. We are not really discussing um, melasma in this episode because it's a little different when it comes to laser treatments. Um, So we're going to discuss hyperpigmentation in an episode coming up soon because it's a little bit more complicated. Melasma is that mask of
0: pregnancy for layman's terms, I guess you could say. Um, It occurs a lot of times with birth control and sun damage and falls in a common pattern on the cheeks and nose, forehead, jawline, but we'll get into that another time. Today is all about the resurfacing and stimulation of collagen.
1: Yeah, so we actually uh, lose about 1% of collagen every year after about the age of 30 to 35. Um, So that's really sad. So you're only just breaking down collagen pretty much after you hit that wonderful age of 30. It's just downhill from there. So collagen
0: is what keeps our skin thick and tight and keeps everything up against gravity
1: plump and youthful and bouncy looking good point good point good throwing that in there because people don't always realize what collagen really is and what it's doing Right. so really we're just wanting with these lasers we're just wanting to maintain the collagen we do have and grow some new collagen to help um, achieve an overall glow and have a overall youthfulness to the face
0: Um, some other things that can contribute to loss of collagen is smoking and sun damage.
1: Yeah, sun damage is a big one.
0: So whenever you're going in for a laser treatment, I mean, I've even seen these on Groupon, things like that. People just show up and they're getting ready for their treatment. They have no idea what they're in for. So you really do want to do your research.
1: Um, you do want to get a consultation too and make sure because you know, certain skin types are not okay for certain lasers. If you have a darker skin type it's a little riskier for you to get certain laser treatments. So you want to make sure um, your provider discusses that with you and uh, they feel comfortable treating you with whatever lasers they have on hand.
0: Absolutely, and there's kind of a whole spectrum of lasers. There's lasers for people who are younger and they're just starting to see some signs of aging and they're just trying to maintain. They don't want to lose that collagen once they hit 30 and you're just trying to kind of keep everything together. And then there's also lasers. That will pretty much melt your skin off when you have just gotten past the point of any fillers or Botox helping anymore. Yeah. It's
1: usually the, you know, the women who didn't take care of their skin for most of their life. They were sun worshipers and, you know, all of a sudden in their fifties or sixties, they're like, oh crap, I have all these wrinkles. What am I going to do? And basically we'll peel your face off. Don't worry. We have lasers (laughs) for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So... Best time to do laser resurfacing, if you're kind of starting to look into it, is usually in the fall time. You don't want to mess with the sun after laser treatments. You're going to be sensitive. Also, you don't want sun exposure prior to a laser treatment either because...
1: It can cause burns. I mean, it can cause major side effects. The results may not be as effective. It's just, it could be a mess. It's just not safe to do when you have... um, sunburned or tanned skin it's just it's riskier so yeah risky. the fall and the winter is definitely the best time because you have less um sun exposed skin pretty much it's, your skin's a little bit more prepared for it by being usually a not pale. gonna be
0: yeah outside as much so yeah that's usually the recommended time frame
1: right So after these laser treatments are done, people think, okay, well, I'm going to see immediate results right now. And that is not true at all. Um, When you start stimulating collagen with lasers or any treatment, really, but lasers specifically for this episode, collagen continues to build and grow over the next three to eight months. Um, So results are not final until about six to eight months after your final treatment.
0: Yes. The good thing about that, though, is even though it's not, Super immediate. Collagen lasts in our body up to seven years. So you could see results for a couple of years after your treatment. Um, It's also usually why lasers um, are treated in a series of treatments because you want to build on top of those collagen um, spurts pretty much. So you can get the best results and you can see really great results in six to eight months. I know a lot of times people feel like they wasted their money. Um, I always suggest making sure that you go somewhere where they're taking pictures. That way you can compare before and after. Um, usually it's really great idea to go in at that six month mark after your last treatment to take a look and see what you, what you think and can, you can kind of evaluate it with your provider.
1: Yeah. So, um, we kind of want to really talk about the basics and I know we say that and then we end up getting really complicated, but let's not, (laughs) let's not get that serious. It's so hard because this is all very you know, complex topics, but I know everybody wants to know. So we're trying to really just simplify it. So we want to talk about laser terms that you've maybe heard. Um, there's ablative versus non-ablative and then there's fractional versus non-fractional. So we wanna start with ablative versus non-ablative. So Erin, tell us what ablative means.
0: Ablative pretty much means to destroy tissue In this instance, skin cells are pretty much just evaporated in an ablative setting.
1: Yeah, Um, the ablation usually is, you know, there's a, the lasers are attracted to the water molecules, which then cause the skin cells to just straight up evaporate off your face. So it's, it's literally burning them off your top skin layer. So
0: it's a little bit scary, but
1: it sounds scary. It sounds
0: scary. But, but the people results do it all the time. are dramatic. Yeah, and yeah. the results are very dramatic. Um, so there's a couple different types of ablative lasers. Most common people have heard is CO2 and erbium YAG lasers. Um, I would say probably CO2 is the most popular.
1: Yeah, most people um, have probably heard of that before. And there's different brand names that do CO2 lasers like, you know, Fraxel or Dot Laser. or We'll go into a couple of those later. But yeah.
0: The reason that you would want this type of laser is because by taking out those top layers of your skin and injuring the bottom layer of your skin, that dermal layer where the collagen is produced, you're forcing your body to go under a controlled inflammatory process where we're sending helper cells that are going to lay down that new collagen for you. So you're pretty much encouraging your skin under a very controlled setting to wound repair, new skin.
1: Right. It's, it's basically, it's just going to stimulate a lot of collagen. Um, and it's, it's going to make your face look very glowy and shiny for a while. Um, but it's, it's really beneficial for someone with, um, deeper scars or deeper wrinkles, um, or some serious sun damage over the years.
0: This is necessary for some people who have the very deep that smokers' lines, and you know, in Florida, you see it all the time with the super sun-damaged skin yeah. and people, telling you that they've been at the beach their whole life and they they just love it and they never wear sunscreen. It wasn't a thing when they were younger. Yeah, and... I hear that all the time. <laughs> it's just there's really sometimes just no other treatment that can be done besides yeah. CO two.
1: This might be the best treatment for them. Um, and usually, you only need one treatment. Um, at a time, it's not like a series like some of the other fractional lasers or the other ones we'll talk about in a little bit um because it's intense um some people will choose to do another treatment in say a year or two if they have really, really severe you know wrinkles or acne scarring, but overall, most people are good with just one treatment
0: absolutely um downtime you should expect after treatment like this would be about two weeks of kind of looking a little red, possibly some pustules and blistering from the treatment.
1: Yes. I will say with my experience with the CO2 laser that we have, I don't see a lot of blistering with our laser. Thankfully, I have heard of others that you do. Um, I notice that people are really red and raw um for about a week or two um no. it's almost like when you burn yourself with like a curling iron or from the stove and you know after that blister has kind of gone away you see that red pink skin underneath that kind of oozes and whatnot that's the skin you have for, I guess that was the word
0: I was looking for not really yeah pencils, yeah no
1: yeah you know you look like a raw piece of meat for a little raw bit. piece of meat exactly <laughs> like you were kind of maybe dragged behind a vehicle for a minute, but it's okay. It'll all, it all passes. It's fine. Not trying to scare you. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, we joke about it because we see it so often, but it's really, um, it's a very well-controlled, um, medical procedure and yes, there are risks, but if you're in the right hands, you should be safe and have a great outcome.
0: Yeah. So the only thing it's, that you're going to be a little concerned with is probably some social situations for about two weeks. You might just want to be avoiding, so you want to cut out um, some time off from work for about a week or two when you're getting this treatment done. Results are so great, though. I think it's worth it when certain people need this treatment. Um, yeah. Might have a little bit of...
1: Um... Do you want to talk about pain? Yeah. the It's it's pretty painful. I mean, we'll, we can go into that. Later, a little bit down, I think we talk about it too. Um, but it is painful. We'll talk about that in a minute, like the numbing cream and all that. Um, but let me just say the risks of this really quick. Um, a big one is hypopigmentation and when the laser is has too aggressive of settings. Again, if you're in the hands of a provider who is comfortable with using an ablative laser, you should be fine. Um, And also, there's hyperpigmentation, which is dark spots forming, um, but that can usually be fixed with the same laser. It just needs to have some blending done. Um, That's probably TMI, but it's fixable. Basically, moral of the story there.
0: Go back to your provider and talk about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. Your provider should be able to fix it. If not, give me a freaking call because that's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so yeah, right. so that pretty much about,
0: sums up the ablative laser. Yeah, I
1: think non-ablative now uh, means it doesn't destroy your skin cells um, on the top layer. Instead, it sends heat down to the dermal layer, which is the layer right underneath the top layer of the skin. That's where, like Aaron said before, where all your collagen um, and all the cells that are doing all the activity are. And so the heat that is sent there then stimulates collagen. So
0: this laser is not going to destroy your top skin cells, so you're not going to have as significant of a reaction. Um, a lot of times you'll need a few more treatments, um, again, a series of treatments to create this because it's not as aggressive as a treatment. Um, so these are, these are really great for people who definitely are getting some fine lines, um, rough texture, large pores, things like that, to kind of retexture and resource from the inside out without destroying that top layer. So downtime is a little bit less, usually about a day or two of, of redness.
1: Yeah. Um, not
0: that raw meat look, just a little bit of swelling and redness. redness. Yeah, Yeah,
1: nothing bad, nothing you can't cover with makeup in like a day or two. Exactly. Um, this is for the people with like mild to moderate issues. Um, Now I kind of want to discuss fractional versus non-fractional. So... These can be mixed with ablative or non-ablative. You can have an ablative fractional, you can have a non-ablative fractional, you can combine these two. So fractional means that the laser energy is basically broken up into little microscopic zones on the face. So only a fraction of the skin is treated. Now, this is microscopic. People always ask me, oh, if it's only fractional, that means am I going to notice parts of my face that aren't treated? And it's no, you won't because it's literally microscopic spots. It's like taking a squeeny, tiny checkerboard, like squeeny, squeeny, tiny and putting it over your face and only the black squares were treated and the white squares were left alone
0: exactly and usually you overlap a little bit so a lot of the areas are treated I would say about 50% of the areas actually treated but it's, it's great because you have the healthy zones mixed with the treated zones to keep that skin intact so you almost need this when you're doing non ablative lasers
1: yeah it's less downtime need a few more treatments again usually uh, fractional non-ablative goes together pretty pretty frequently I feel
0: I feel like it's probably one of the most common laser treatments for resurfacing.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: And with the squeeny, tiny little checkerboard, <laughs> like that word, squeeny. I know. Squeeny, tiny. <laughs> um, with, with that, sometimes you can feel that little checkerboard on your face. Normally, most people won't see it, though. If they yeah. do, it would be only be in the areas of really, really thin skin on your face, like right underneath the eye or the lip. And it almost just kind of looks like you slept on some sheets or something. You yeah. You really can't tell what it is. Like
1: a textured sheet or something. And like, you have to like look up really close. Like, do I see a texture on my face? Yeah. That's pretty common.
0: Yes. And it shouldn't be anything that people are looking at. So it's really nothing to worry about.
1: No, it goes away in a couple, few Unless days. You're getting
0: really critical of yourself and then.
1: Yeah. You
0: got
1: other; she's got to worry about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about all that. So uh, then there's non-fractional, um, which basically means that the laser energy is dispersed over the entirety of the face. No skip areas, no checkerboards. It's literally the entire face is treated with the same amount of energy. Um, and some, you know, ablative lasers will do that because it's literally taking off every skin cell. The laser energy is even over the entire face so yeah
0: so let's talk about some pre-treatment for these lasers
1: yeah how to prepare for them because this is a big one
0: again do not go in the sun for about a month before any laser treatment
1: just be on the safe side yeah I agree I think a month is pretty conservative but ideal some people say two weeks but I'm like just just do a month if you haven't
0: gotten the hint already the sun is death people on your face.
1: <laughs> the sun <laughs> is just hell and death
0: on her. If you want to prevent aging, you got to keep your face out of the sun. Well, you know, we'll go into that more later.
1: Yeah, we'll do a whole sun episode and how to tan responsibly. We'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> tan responsibly. Please tan so responsibly.
0: It's it's just going to cause skin damage. So, you just don't want any other damaging Factors to your face before you're undergoing a laser treatment again. This is controlled inflammation. We're trying to control all the factors as we can. So you want to add sun exposure. Exactly. You're you're working with us not against us.
1: Yeah. Um, Some laser treatments do require a skin lightening cream such as hydroquinone um, for about two or two to four weeks before the treatment. Um, This is mostly for the ablative type lasers and this is mostly for patients who have a little bit more naturally tanned skin. Um, we're talking about any, you know, Asian skin types or Hispanic skin types or African American black skin types. It just depends on what your provider, what laser they're doing and, uh, what they think. Ablative is not really good for darker skin types. Um, you Probably want to stay away from that. Usually, fractional non-ablative lasers are okay um, for darker skin types. Um, so yeah, for the ablative ones, you probably want to stick with the the light skin ladies, just to be on the safe side.
0: Yeah, hyperpigmentation is no joke. You don't want to risk that. Um, another thing you want to be careful of is um, antibiotics. There are certain antibiotics that can be sensitive to light. So most of these lasers are using some sort of factor of light. So you want to be careful.
1: Like the tetracycline family, minocycline, doxycycline. um, A lot of those are acne uh, antibiotic treatments. So if you're on those for acne, you might want to be careful getting any laser treatments.
0: Speaking of acne, no lasers for any Accutane people unless you've been off your Accutane for six months.
1: Yes, Accutane, bad with lasers. Um, so yeah, so some, uh, another, uh, thing you would need for the ablative lasers would be an antibiotic beforehand. Um, that's really just for ablative procedures. Also, you always want to tell your provider if you have a history of cold sores, um, with any laser because, or even any injection or anything near the mouth area or face, uh, because they will want to give you a prescription of an antiviral, such as a cyclovir to prevent an outbreak. Cause I will tell you if you have had an outbreak, 10, 15 years ago, and you're like, well, I'll be fine. I don't need to take it. Guess what? You're about to have an outbreak again if you don't take that pill.
0: Yeah, a lot of times we'll just give it to anyone who's had a history of cold, cold sores uh, about a yeah. week before the procedure, just in case.
1: Yeah, for our CO2 laser, we literally give it to every single person, even if you haven't had one. Oh, wow. As they say, something something over like 80% of people carry the virus but never have any outbreaks. So the one time that you have a laser procedure done, it can just make it come out. So we're not about yep. to take that risk. It doesn't Might hurt. Might as to well be not. Might as well.
0: Um smokers should probably try to quit two weeks prior to this treatment and two weeks after, just because smoking really contributes to halting delayed. your inflammatory process and wound healing. Yes yeah, delayed yeah, wound delayed healing
1: delayed healing big time.
0: Obviously if you're a smoker too, you probably have less collagen than someone who looks? who is the same age as you that hasn't smoked because it contributes to collagen loss. So if you're That's getting true. this treatment and you're investing all this money, you should probably just know that... Just quit smoking. If
1: you care about mm. your youth and your skin and any of the stuff, I mean, yeah. just stop smoking right now. If you don't care so, about the lung cancer or the bad smell, just right. do it for your
0: skin. <laughs> the <laughs> exactly. anti-aging, please. The vanity. Yeah, (laughs) humanity. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. Um, So talking about numbing cream earlier, um, usually practices will use a BLT cream, which means benzocaine, lidocaine, tetracaine. It's just a triple numbing cream. Um, It's usually applied to the face for about 45 minutes to an hour before the procedure is done, because most all of these procedures are really effing painful. not going to lie to you. They're a little uncomfortable. (laughs) The more ablative it is, the more painful it is. There and there are some like, you know, gentle fractional lasers that aren't so painful. You could, I've done some without any numbing. And then the one you've done to me before, your fractional, that was a bitch. That hurt even with numbing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've done a couple areas on my face without numbing, even with that laser. Ugh, you just you gotta you gotta prepare for that. Yeah, you gotta (laughs)
1: mentally prepare for that. that one's bad. But but yeah, anyway. So they'll put numbing on you. Um. It, it's tolerable, though. Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it's
0: tolerable. People come back every single four weeks when we were doing the treatments and would sit through it again. Um, you know, yeah. your provider's going to do things to make it comfortable for you, whether it's cold air or an ice roller during the procedure after an area is treated. You're going to have some comfort built in. The BLT cream does help. The ice does help. But, you know, beauty is pain. So. Beauty is pain.
1: Yeah, I will say the fractional ones are more tolerable. The ablative CO2 ones, most people are like, OK, I'm not doing that again for a while. But maybe in a couple years. It's like childbirth. They just kind of want to forget about it. And they're like, oh, but the the benefits are so worth it. I could do it again. The
0: results, the results, yeah. yeah. It kind of feels like a hot rubber band snap or kind of like a hot little needle stick. Um,
1: the fractional lasers Yes, Yeah, the
0: fractional. Yeah, that's the best way I know how to describe it.
1: Yeah. The ablative um, literally feels like hot burning. needles burning and scraping your skin off. I don't know how yeah. else to say it. I'm not trying yeah. to scare anybody, just keeping it real. I do this with all my patients when I do their pre-ops and everything. I'm like, listen, this is how it is. And they're always very glad that I gave them the worst case scenario because then when they go through it they were expecting the worst and maybe it wasn't as bad as they thought it was so
0: okay so that was a lot of information so now we're just going to kind of talk about the certain types of lasers that you want to be looking for based on your age and based on your skin concerns
1: certain brand names too that maybe you've heard of
0: and most of these are going to be a combination of the ablative versus the non-ablative with the fractional versus the non fractional like we talked about.
1: And I want to say really quick that pricing, because I don't want to go over pricing through every single treatment, mm-hmm. um, it's around anywhere between 1000 to 2000 for a series of, say, four to six treatments, which is what you'll need for most of these lasers, except for the ablative one, which you can usually just get away with one treatment, one and done.
0: And, of course, because it's one treatment,
1: it's going to be more expensive. Right. That one's um, around anywhere between, what, 1500 to 3000 depending on where you go. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So, obviously, the least invasive ones, you're going to have to do a, couple, a little bit more often, and that price usually adds up to a couple grand. Yeah. They all kind of add up to a couple grand. Yeah, a grand or two. Thoughts. Yeah. Yes. So one of um, the first ones that you're going to want to do in your young 20s and 30s more preventative would be something like a Clear and Brilliant.
1: Yeah. And there's another one called Emerge, which is another brand. And then Fraxel, uh, which is a brand of lasers, makes a Fraxel Refine. Uh, there's also another little set of lasers that use radio radiofrequency, um, such as Cineron, E-Matrix, and EndyMed. Uh, they use a different method of stimulating collagen, uh, they use radiofrequency instead of actual real lasers. Uh, the radiofrequency actually tightens your current collagen and then also helps stimulate new collagen. So that's why it's just a little bit different.
0: So can should young people be doing the radiofrequency then? I or? would say yes.
1: I would say the younger people... You could do it if you're older too. I say, you know, 20s and 30s is maintenance. But if you're in your like 30s, 40s, maybe even 50s, and you have some good skin, like you've been maintaining it for a while, you can still do things like this too, to just maintain what you got. You maybe don't need something so aggressive, like intense, other fractional or ablative lasers. You could just do something like this. It's pretty good. It's not going to have intense skin tightening, but it does have some tightening effect because it is radiofrequency.
0: Okay. So, if you're wanting to maintain, definitely do the radio frequency, but mostly older women are going to be wanting to do it with with looser skin probably or everybody. So, this doesn't
1: tighten that much. Not so the Cineron E Matrix and the Endymed radio frequency doesn't tighten that much. But if you're looking you want an intense tightening, you'd have to look into something like a Thermage, which is radio frequency or something called skin tight uh, like face tight, body tight. Those use radio frequency underneath the skin, but those are like a totally, those are like a step above what I'm talking about here. We can talk about those in another episode though. Okay. Yeah.
0: Lots of options.
1: Lots of options.
0: So, 30 year olds, 40 year olds, once you're starting to see some differences in your skin, you're wanting to really start intense finding those fine lines and wrinkles for resurfacing and retexturizing and get that collagen back on track since we are losing it you want to do a little more intense laser above that step we just talked about so that would be more 1064 fraxel right
1: fraxel restore the palomar lux 1540 those are some popular ones And these, again, are for people with, like, mild to moderate issues, for sure. You're going to have a little bit more downtime, maybe, like, two days of more swelling and redness, whereas the lasers just mentioned before you're, like, kind of red for, like, a day. These ones would be
0: better, too, for large pores and acne scars, things like that.
1: Yes. And so kind of in this category um, is, like, non-ablative, non-fractional, like you said, the Genesis laser or the Cool Touch. Um, or the smooth beam, maybe some of you have heard some of these. Um, that's great for pores because of that laser wavelength goes down to the sebaceous glands. Um, yes. This has some mild redness, too. It's not very red at all, like, after care. It's pretty simple.
0: The Fraxel or the Palmar Lux, you can get pretty red from but, and swollen from, but it's usually yes. it lasts a day. Also, sometimes people will use this laser for um, – try to use it for the palomar um, stretch yeah stretch okay. marks and things like that okay i don't know how great of results people are getting i think you can definitely show some improvement stretch yeah. marks are a really really tough thing to treat i agree um, but this would be the probably the level of laser you would do for stretch marks to try to treat those um also i would see people use this laser on their hands neck chest anywhere where skin's starting to get a little thin this would probably be the safest one to do there with the with the best results
1: Yeah, I feel like the the, definitely the Fraxel Restore and like the Palomar Lux. I feel like those those are definitely just a step below the ablative. Like they're the Mm -hmm. most aggressive of the lasers before you start literally taking off layers of skin. So you're definitely going to get more dramatic results with that. As for like the Genesis laser, the Cool Touch or the Smooth Beam, those are probably not super dramatic Uh, i think it depends on the person definitely
0: cool to know about that pores though with the spacious yeah the genesis
1: laser i know Mm -hmm. i've been meaning to actually do that to myself more and actually see if i notice a difference i need to do like a a good trial run and see like all right how good is this or how do you have that at your office yeah it's a 1064 laser wavelength and we do have it we have the genesis laser and then we also have it's part of our ha- laser hair removal machine, too, so mm-hmm, we have, like, two mm-hmm. options to do it if we needed to.
0: And that one feels like the hot little needles as well?
1: Um, That one feels more of just, like, heat. Okay. It's a little bit deeper of a laser. It's actually, like, a laser beam. Okay. Whereas I feel like the other stuff, it's, it's, a, it's just different. I don't know how to describe it. It's without getting into like physics of lasers like, which I'm super not like hot bacon
0: splatter kind of deal <laughs> I think sometimes lasers will feel like that you know I
1: think you're what you're talking about for sure that's such a good way to yeah. describe it like hot bacon grease splattering on your skin that is what yeah. like the Fraxel Restore the Palomar Lux 1540 mm-hmm. and like even maybe the Clear and Brilliant and, like, the radio frequency ones we were talking about, those all kind of feel like that. It's
0: but, a very interesting feeling, though, because I feel like bacon Baconside, you don't know, you do not know where it's going, where you yeah. actually know where it's going, and you feel the pattern of it. But it kind of feels like that hot yeah. kind of feeling.
1: Yes, it does. I feel like the, uh, the non-fractional, non-ablative, like the Genesis and the Cool Touch, I feel like those... Uh, it's just hot. Yeah. It's like a zap. It's like almost... Maybe a little bit like a rubber band, but not, I don't know.
0: Why do they call it a cool touch then? Because that's the cold air?
1: Because the Genesis laser does too. It's the little window that touches your skin is cool. It's very cold. Okay, so
0: it has a cooling system to to keep that window cold. Mm Mm-hmm. Any Anything we do. Beauty is pain, people.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Just soak it all up. It's all painful in we'll one way or another. It's tolerable. Chamber. Yeah. Yes. Torture chamber. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it's tolerable, but it's not it really fun. Is. It's not a good time.
0: Yeah. I mean, people keep There's coming back, back for it. more. So yeah. it's fine. Exactly. Except for maybe the ablative lasers. And that is yes. for our 50 and 60-year-olds, even mm-hmm. higher.
1: Or the younger people with severe acne scarring. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, super, super creepy skin. Yes,
1: looks like tissue paper skin. It's like perfect candidate for it.
0: Fine, or um, very, very heavy wrinkle, leather skin, sun worshippers. This is your jam too.
1: Dark skin types, beware though. This is not. For you, I have seen several people get treated with this who have darker skin types, and they have permanent Mm. dark spots on their face from it. So, not a good idea.
0: Hispanic, Asian, yes, Mm -hmm. any
1: sort of uh, Middle Eastern or Asian, Mm -hmm. it's it's all kind of dangerous. So be careful.
0: Everything else that we mentioned, you're pretty safe for that
1: dark skin types or dark safe skin. Yes, yeah. But with I ablative agree.
0: stuff, it's just too aggressive too quickly. Your, yeah. your body's just going to overproduce pigmentation to try to heal. Yeah. So,
1: so the, for the ablation, uh, or the ablative, uh, therapies I, the worst part about it is the downtime. You're going to have like one to two weeks where you just literally look like a burn victim, uh, depending on how aggressive settings are. And it's pretty painful. It feels like the worst sunburn of your life.
0: Yeah, most people say they look a little like a monster. You're yep. kind of, you're you're a little oozy for a couple of days. You look like a raw piece of meat for a couple of days, yep. if not longer. But everyone who's done it, you know, a lot of times I'll hear them say, "Oh, I'd never want to do that again." But they love, love, love their treatments. And honestly, everyone that I've seen that I've had it, they look like they have pretty good skin. So yes,
1: I agree. I we do that a lot in our office and. Patients want to punch me in the face when we're doing it. not going to lie. They hate me a little bit. But then in like a month when all their, you know, redness has kind of disappeared and they fully healed, they're like, oh my God, I love you because my face is so smooth and shiny and great. And yes, yeah, so. Like 10 years younger. Yes. It takes ages off of you. People do get a little bit shiny for a little while, but that shininess does kind of uh, dissipate after you heal after a while.
0: Um, and you say you usually give your clients who do the CO2 a... Valium
1: and... Yeah, we give yeah. them uh, anti-anxiety, like a Valium, It's an Ativan, uh, a hydrocodone, seven mm-hmm. and a half milligrams, antibiotic, antiviral. You, you do the works for this because it's, it's a pretty intense procedure, so... Definitely
0: mm-hmm. intense medical procedure. And
1: then afterwards, it's like you keep your face totally gooped up with Aquaphor, so because it's so raw, you don't want it to form any hard scabs because hard scabs means you know, scarring and issues with, uh, maybe infections and whatnot. So mm-hmm. yeah, just keep it moist.
0: Even with all the fractionals too. And, um, not just fractionals, I'm sorry. All the other lasers we talked about, even the less aggressive ones, you don't really want to put anything harsh or abrasive on your face. It definitely, when you're sloughing all your skin off, you'll be doing only Vaseline for a while, but all the other lasers where you still have your skin intact, you don't want to be wearing makeup for a good 24 hours, um, you really only want to put, I used to only tell my patients to put um, hyaluronic acid on their face because yeah. it's a small molecule. It's not going to clog your pores. I don't have to worry about silicone or any other additives um
1: I usually mild, cleansers, gentle, mild, gentle, cleansers. mild cleansers gentle gentle mild cleansers yeah no, no retinols rent. yep <laughs> yep <laughs> retinoids any of that no glycolic acids no we have the speeches memorized we yes <laughs> it's like we're on like auto tune like i know <laughs> um yeah no exfoliators no scrubs nothing like that so everyone should yes. be taking real gentle care of their skin
0: yes you had a procedure done baby F for a day or two yeah and then also Pile on that sunscreen afterwards because you do not want the sun damaging that gr- freshly that you just invested in too. Yeah. You just dropped $1,000 on your skin. Don't let the sun ruin it.
1: Right. Because once the sun hits you, guess what? That collagen starts breaking down again. Mm-hmm. So not a fan of that. So let's talk about our experiences, kind of what we've had done, how we feel about it. Let's talk about it. You tell me first.
0: So most of my experience has been with the Palomar. 1540 and 15 millimeter handpiece. It's a non ablative fractional laser, so it goes deep into the dermal layer. It is attracted to the water, it doesn't evaporate the skin on top, though. So you stay skin intact. I have checkerboard on my face for about a day or two in my very thin, thin areas of skin. And I do have thin skin, especially on my eyes and lips. I will have that checkerboard pattern for a good two weeks or so. No one can really notice it except for me. And I personally like it because I can tell that fractional did a lot of work. And then when it goes away, I can really feel the change in texture of my skin.
1: Yeah. It's usually like a lot smoother afterwards because you've done that to me like maybe twice. And it effing hurt. I'm not Mm going to lie to you. It's probably one of the most painful lasers I've ever done to my face. Yeah. For sure. That's like the most intense for sure.
0: Especially on the areas of your bone. It sucks. Yes. That was intense.
1: Even with the numbing on for an hour, it still hurt. But um, I
0: I personally hate the feeling of my face numb. So I would do different sections of my face in different days without (laughs) numbing. (laughs) I couldn't do my whole face at once though.
1: (laughs) So funny. So my experience, I've done the... The radio frequency, uh, the brand we use was the Endymed Radio Frequency, um, non-ablative fractional. It feels really hot, feels like a sunburn afterwards, like a mild sunburn. During it, I've done it without numbing, and I'm like, this is no big deal. It sucks, but it's I could do it. But then I did it with numbing. I'm like, oh, this is way easier. But I noticed my skin was definitely I would get compliments. People would be like, Oh, your skin's so glowy, it's so nice. And I'm like, Oh, it must be the radio frequency. So I definitely noticed that. What else have I done? Oh, a little bit of that laser genesis, but more on my cheeks, like or my chin, like when I'm having like a breakout from acne, I'll run over it because the laser genesis, the ten sixty four, is actually really good for acne breakouts too. Nice. Kinda helps to chill them out. Yeah. Because
0: sometimes these lasers can induce acne and that's yes. happened to me before as well.
1: Like the one you had, that Palomar mm-hmm. Lux definitely made yes. me break out. And I just kinda bring everything too.
0: to the surface. So yeah. I mean, a lot of times you know, I've read different studies where you can give clients uh, some antibiotics for their skin, a quick round of doxy or something to help with any breakouts. It's not totally necessary. It'll go away. But I know some people hate it. I mean, I, you know, both of us are acne sufferers. We hate acne. Yeah. No one likes it. But sometimes you can deal with it. Sometimes it's too much and just. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you can manage it. But yeah, uh, like you said, if, you're, if you have like an event or something, like come up a couple of weeks, maybe just do it way ahead of time. Yes. Uh, and then you, you were talking about you wanting to do see CO- I have not done co2 to myself I just feel like it's a little too aggressive the blade of lasers is co2 I just I yeah I haven't, haven't I have thin
0: skin and I have such creepy under eyes already I just I feel like I'm you
1: don't but, but okay I-,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can see them okay
0: i know i'm gonna need it eventually and you know you see you know you see your mom you see what's up and yeah you
1: see what's coming for you (laughs) yeah
0: and i just have so much sun damage anyway on those little puppies so yeah i'm gonna want them i'm just worried about my my eyelash extensions so
1: yeah no you'll be totally fine because like i said um i don't know if i mentioned this before actually you put metal contact shields usually in the eyes at least i do when i do the co2 laser so i can go right up underneath the eyes to the bottom lash line and people's lashes don't ever get in my way. Cause I just kind of flip your eye out of my way anyway. So.
0: Perfect. We can save the lashes. Yeah. Save the lashes.
1: Thanks for listening everyone. And if you just love our podcast, please rate us on iTunes. We appreciate all the stars you have to give.
0: Also stop by our website, locamedpros.com, For more information about today's topics and products we mentioned, don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at local pros where you can even see pictures of our real patients.
1: If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, email or DM us and we can address those topics on future episodes. Um, Also, thanks again. Catch you next time. Bye.